0: Thrive Sweet Productions. And welcome back to This Day in Sports History. It's January 22nd, and on this day in 1989, it was Super Bowl 23 as San Francisco and Cincinnati met again in a Super Bowl. These two teams had faced each other 7 years earlier in Super Bowl 16 with the 49ers winning that one. This game was played in Miami and is one of the great ones, ranking number seven on NFL.com's list of all-time best Super Bowls. But there was a lot going on in Miami in the week leading up to the game that led the NFL to take a hard look at itself and push for social change. Now, since this is a sports-focused podcast, now let's talk about the game first. The game got off to a pretty gruesome start. Both teams suffered game-ending injuries to key players. The 49ers lost offensive tackle Steve Wallace due to a broken ankle on their first offensive series. And a few plays later, the Bengals lost All-Pro defensive lineman Tim Crumry, who shattered two bones in his leg. From that gruesomeness, I will quickly transition to these two fun facts. One, San Francisco's kicker Mike Cofer missed a 19-yard field goal that still stands as the shortest missed field goal in Super Bowl history. And two, for the first time in Super Bowl history, the Niners had a play overturned by replay. But other than that, it was an uneventful first half, with the teams going to the locker room tied at three. Cincinnati's Stanford Jennings provided the first touchdown of the game at the end of the third quarter, taking a kickoff 93 yards for a touchdown, giving the Bengals a 13-6 lead. It was only the second time in the history of the Super Bowl that a kickoff had been returned for a touchdown. The Niners responded with a Joe Montana to Jerry Rice touchdown early in the fourth quarter to tie the game up. Cincinnati took the lead back after a field goal. Starting what would be their final offensive drive with 3 minutes 10 seconds left on the clock, Joe Cool made his appearance. With the ball sitting on their own 8-yard line and 92 yards to go for the win, Montana walked into the huddle and sensing some nervousness in his teammates, especially lineman Harris Barton, he looked at Harris and said, Hey H, look, there's John Candy. The brief, light-hearted moment set nerves at ease a little, and the Niners marched down the field. With 39 seconds left in the game, San Francisco had the ball at the 10-yard line. The call from the sideline was 20 halfback curl X up, and it turned out to be the game winner. Montana dropped back, hit John Taylor on a post route for the score, and the Niners won Super Bowl 23. But now, turning to what happened in the week leading up to the game that nearly caused the NFL to relocate Super Bowl 23 to Tampa. On January 16th, a Miami police officer shot and killed a black motorcyclist and his passenger in an area of Miami known as Overtown. Racial tensions boiled over, and riots ensued for the next two days. It was the third major race riot in Miami in a decade. It forced the Miami Heat to cancel a game on the 17th, 15 minutes before tip-off, and it made the NFL rethink a few things. Now, there were a few attempts at appeasement, but they came off as hollow. One in the form of two $5,000 scholarships for black youth from a business entity that rakes in billions of dollars each year, and then suggesting a donation of leftover food for the homeless in Miami. The league did cancel its Friday gala, realizing the optics of a million-dollar party in a city tearing apart at the seams was not great. But in the weeks and months following the game, there was a renewed effort by the league to elevate black coaches to the head coaching position of an NFL team. And the following year, Oakland hired Art Shell as the first black head coach in the NFL, with several saying that what happened in Miami prior to the Super Bowl provided that catalyst and in the immediate aftermath of the riots. Sports in Miami was also given credit for helping cool the temperature down around the city that week. Not only the Super Bowl game itself, but Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls came to town on the 19th to play in Miami for the first time in the Heat's inaugural season, providing a brief break in the problems that faced the city. What else happened on this day? Well, in 1973, it was the Sunshine Showdown in Kingston, Jamaica, between George Foreman and Joe Frazier. The fight was never in doubt for Foreman, who scored a technical knockout in the second round, earning him the undisputed heavyweight crown. In 2006, Kobe Bryant dropped 81 points against Toronto in a 122-104 win. And in 1927, it was the first live broadcast on the radio of a professional English soccer match, as Arsenal played Sheffield United. That's all for today. More tomorrow on This Day in Sports History.